speak it in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Praise God. Praise God. Would you give the Lord a good hand clap of praise all across the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Come on, could you lift your voice with your hand clap? How many is thankful for another opportunity to be in the house of the Lord? Thank you, Jesus, for another opportunity, Lord, to call on your name, Jesus, to worship, to magnify, to give you praise, to give you glory, to give you honor in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. I don't know about you, but God's been good to me. God's been faithful to me. God's been great to me and my family. I mean, I could never thank him enough. I could never give him enough praise. He's been good to me. I said, he's been good to me. Anybody ever tried him and found him faithful? <laughs> Woo, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. I believe that he is here tonight not to just sit and be a spectator, but I believe that he's here tonight to break chains and destroy yokes of bondage. I believe he's here tonight to tell a weary soul you can have your rest. I believe he's here tonight to let you know today is the day. Right now is the time. Right now is the moment. Anybody believe that with me today? We can leave here tonight different. I said, we can leave here tonight different than the way we come. You may have come feeling worried. You may have come feeling anxiety. You may have come feeling bound in your spirit, but you can leave here tonight knowing God is good and God is faithful. Amen. Once again, we give honor to Pastor Moore and Sister Moore. Amen. Especially in their absence. Amen. They are truly friends of our family. Amen. We love and appreciate them very much. Amen. Me and Brother Moore. Amen. I, he might feel different than I do, but amen. I feel that me and him have grown close. Amen. He's a man that I can uh, talk to as far as with myself and with my life. Amen. And so thankful for him, for the counsel and the prayer uh, that he provides and offers for me and my family. Amen. If you have your Bibles, Luke chapter 16, beginning with verse number 10. Amen. I feel this in my spirit. Brother Ford has already mentioned a lot about faithfulness. But this is just what I, and this is what I feel in my spirit. Amen. And I feel confirmation in the Holy Ghost, believing that God is going to have his way. Anybody believe that with me? Amen. Luke. 16 verse 10 says he that is faithful in that which is least is faithful also in much and he that is unjust in the least is unjust also in much Jesus is saying if somebody can be faithful over a little bit they're going to be faithful over a lot but if you can't be faithful with a little bit then you can't be faithful with a lot if therefore ye have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon or the wealth of this world, who will commit to your trust the true riches? Somebody say true riches. And if ye have not been faithful in that which is another man's, who shall give you that which is your own? No servant can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other. Or else he will hold to the one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and the things of this world. How many of those there has to be a decision that's made? There has to be a line that is drawn that said, I'm going to choose one or the other. There has to be a decision made that says, you know what? My heart is fixed and my mind's made up. I want to be on the winning side. I wonder, would you lay your Bibles down? Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across this sanctuary? I wonder, would you pray for the Lord to prepare your heart, to prepare your mind? Come on, would you submit yourself to Him right now? 
Come on, let's take a few moments right here. God, we need you. God, we need you. God, we need you. Come on, is there anybody desperate in the house of the Lord tonight? God, we need you. God, I need you. Lord, let your word penetrate my heart, God. Lord, let your word move in this sanctuary. Come on, would you yield yourself to that? Would you submit yourself? God, here I am. Speak to me, God. Talk to me, Lord. Lord Jesus, I humbly come before you. I pray that you would empty me of myself, my own ideas, my own opinions, Lord. And I pray that you'd fill me with your holy anointing, God. Lord, I pray, God, that your anointing would rest in this house tonight, God. We know that it is your anointing that destroys every yoke of bondage uh, that lifts the heavy burden off the shoulders of your people God uh, open up the prison doors to them that are bound God set every captive soul free uh, bind up the broken hearted God set the captive free in this house uh, God you are able to do it there is nobody like you uh, there's none above you none beside you and none beneath you you are the one and only true and living God and beside you there is no savior uh, we need you to come and save in this house tonight God uh, and if any good thing would happen in this place, Lord, let it be said it was because of your anointing. Would you clap your hands one more time? Oh, somebody ought to shout unto God. I said somebody ought to shout unto God. Hey, you ought to shout with a voice of triumph. You ought to shout with a voice of thanksgiving. Oh, God's been good to me. God's been good to me. God, I thank you for your goodness and your mercy in my life. Oh, in Jesus' name. Come on, I wonder, would you begin to call on that name that's above every name? Jesus. Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Somebody say in Jesus' name. Amen. You may be seated. Hallelujah. I want to talk to you about a simple little thought that the Lord's laid on my mind. Amen. Entrusted with true riches. Amen. Entrusted with true riches. Uh, can, we, can we just be honest with ourselves and with one another tonight? That it's easy sometimes to lose sight of what is truly important in our lives. It's easy sometimes to become more focused on temporal things that do not really matter in the long run. It's easy to get focused on the things that cause us to feel good, on the things that cause us to have a, a happiness or, or joy or, or whatever those feelings of emotions that we may have. Uh, it's easy to get focused uh, on those things that bring satisfaction. Uh, it's easy to get focused on those things that make us feel valuable, that, that make us feel accomplished, that make us feel uh, like we're really getting somewhere and we're really going somewhere. Uh, but can I tell you, it's important that we uh, uh, we cause ourselves uh, uh, to unfocus our lives from the things of the world uh, and we begin to think about what really matters. Uh, can I tell you the things of this earth will pass away uh, but the things that are eternal like your soul uh, oh it will never pass away. It will never fade away uh, but my soul and your soul will live forever somewhere. Uh, when I draw my last breath on this earth uh, it's it's not over, but it's just the beginning of eternity. It's the beginning of forever and forever and forever. Either I will spend eternity in heaven in the joy of the Lord, or I will spend it in hell, fire, and damnation. But my desire is God. Don't let me get so focused on this world that I lose out with you. Don't let me get so focused on this life and what it can bring me that I begin to think it's a treasure, uh, that I begin to think it's valuable, uh, that I begin to think it's more important uh, than my soul. Oh, can I tell you tonight that God is looking for men and women that can be faithful over what God has blessed them with. God is looking for men and women that can make up their minds. It doesn't matter if it's a little I'm going to be faithful. And Jesus said, I can tell a lot about a man, but what he does with uh, what he's given on this earth. If he's faithful in a little bit, he can be trusted with more. And if he's not faithful with a little bit, why give him more? Because he's not going to be faithful with more. 
Can I tell you tonight that God wants to give us something greater than finance? God wants to entrust to you and me something greater than the temporal. Something greater than the right here and right now. But God wants to entrust us with true riches. With riches that will not fade away. With riches that will not vanish. And when the earth is burned up with a fervent heat, these treasures will remain. They will not fade away. They will not be tarnished with time. But what God gives you, it's good for you. It's good for your family. It's good for everyone one around you. The true riches that God will place in you will not only change your life, but it will make a difference in everyone around you. Hallelujah. Riches that will last. Riches that cannot be stolen or taken away. Riches that impact your life, not just temporal, not just for the right here and now, but for eternity. Riches that will cause you to realize, hey, I've got it way better than I had it when I was lost and undone in this world. I'm talking about some riches that will bring you through the darkest nights. I'm talking about some joy and some peace that God can give you that will keep you when the night is long. I'm talking about some peace of mind when the world's falling apart around you and you can hold on to the promise that God is good. Hallelujah. Matthew chapter 6, verse 19 through 21 says, Lay not up for yourselves treasures upon earth where moth and rust doth corrupt and where thieves break through and steal, but lay up for yourselves treasures in heaven. Where neither moth nor rust doth corrupt, and where thieves do not break through nor steal. For where your treasure is, there will your heart be also. It's important that we pay attention where we are investing our time. I said it's important that we pay attention where we invest our resource and where we invest our energy. Why? Because wherever we are laying up our treasure, that's what we belong to. That's where our heart belongs. That's where we call home. And if you're laying up treasures on this earth, that's where your home is. But I wonder, is there anybody that has a made-up mind that says, I'm going to lay up my treasures in heaven? Hey, the rust can't break through the thief can't break through the moth can't devour it nobody can take it away from you when you invest it in the kingdom of God no thief can have it but it belongs to God the things that we accumulate in this life the thief can break in and the thief in a moment's time can take what you've worked for. Hallelujah. It doesn't take long for a thief to come in and turn everything upside down. But Jesus said, if you want some security, lay up your treasure in heaven. That way, if you lose it all down here, you won't have to worry so bad because you know, hey, God has been good to me and I've been laying up treasures in heaven. I've been laying up some prayers in heaven. I've been laying up some sacrifice in heaven. Hey, and there's no devil in hell that can take what you've invested in the kingdom of God. There's no devil in hell that can... Jesus, there's no devil in hell that can take what you have given to God. He can't take what you've laid on the altar. He can't take what you've surrendered and submitted into the hands of God. In the name of Jesus. Oh, Jesus said, if you want something that's secure, if you want a bait, a bank that's never been robbed, lay up your treasures in heaven. If you want to trust in something, trust in me. If you want to put your confidence in something, put your confidence in me. Can I tell you, your money's going to run out. Your wealth's going to run out. Your strength is going to fail you. But God will never fail you. God will never let you down. Woo. 
If I lost it all tomorrow, I've still got something laid up in heaven. Hallelujah. If I go out there tonight and the repo man don't come and took off of my truck, don't worry, I'm, I'm up on the nose. Don't worry about it. I'll still have some treasure laid up in heaven. If I get home tonight after church and they're there hooking up to my double wide trailer saying, hey, we're going to have to take it back. Hey, I still got something laid up in heaven. I've come to tell somebody you need to put your confidence in God. You need to let this world know I've tried your riches. I've tried your temporary fixes. I've tried your temporary highs. But just give me Jesus. Just give me Jesus. Treasures of this earth, you can be seated, they can be taken away. What you've invested in the kingdom of God can never be taken away. What you've invested in the kingdom, it's forever there. It cannot be removed. Oh, God, help me to make sure that I'm laying up my treasure in the right place. Because where my treasure is, that's where I'm going to belong. That's where my heart's going to be. I'm sure you've been around people. It don't take you long to find out where their treasure is. Because they're going to start talking about it. It ain't going to take you long to find out what they're in love with. Why? Because they're going to talk about it. Hey, and every chance, every time they get a chance, they're going to voice oh, about the, the life they're living. Why? Because they, they're, they're, that's where they're putting their treasure. That's where they're putting their time and that's where they're putting their resource. I want to tell you every time I get a chance I want to glorify Jesus. Why? Because I want my treasure to be in the right place and if my treasure's in the right place my heart will be in the right place. Hey if you fall in love with church, you fall in love with the pastor, you fall in love with the word of God, you won't have any problem. I said you won't have any problem coming to the house of God because that's where your treasure is. Can I tell you, God wants to invest true riches in you. God wants to put something in you that's not only going to change your life, but it'll change everybody around you. Can I tell you, God's in the gift-giving business. God's in the business. (laughs) He's all-powerful. He's almighty, but he's looking for a vessel. I said he's looking for a vessel that he can trust. He's looking for somebody that he can put some confidence in. He's looking at somebody that says, I'm willing to sell out. I might have to start out with a little bit, but that's all right. Hey, God, whatever you can trust me with, I want it. Because I want to be used for your glory. It's not about my kingdom, but it's about the kingdom of God. I want to be entrusted with true riches. Something that will make an impact in this life. 1 Corinthians 12. 8 through 11 says, For to one is given by the Spirit the word of wisdom, to another the word of knowledge by the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another the gift of healing by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another diverse kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues. But all these worketh that one and self same spirit, dividing to every man severally as he will. Can I tell you, there are many different gifts, but they all come from the same spirit. Hey, there is only, hey Emma, you might have one gift and I might have another, but when we all come together, I said, when we all come together, we're operating in that one same spirit. And God said, I might give you some wisdom. I might give you a gift of healing. I might give you some not. But whatever you're given, hey, just use it. Whatever God entrusts you with, just fall in love with him and let him use you. What we got to understand is that God divides them as he sees fit. He does not divide them based on favoritism, 
but he divides them based on where your area, where you can work best and where you can be the best benefit to the kingdom of God. He knows what's best for you. He knows what's best for me and he will not lay more on you than you can handle, but he'll give you what you can be beneficial with to the kingdom of God. I wonder, is there anybody tonight that says, God, I want you to entrust me with some true riches. I want something more than money. I want something more than a nice ride. God, I want something that's going to change somebody's life. You can be seated. Matthew 25, 14 through 18 says, For the kingdom of heaven is as a man traveling into a far country who called his own servants and divided unto them his goods. Unto one he gave five talents, to another, and to, to another two, and to another one, to every man according to his several ability. Can I tell you, he gave to each one what he knew they could handle. He gave one five, he gave one two, and he gave one one. And straightway took his journey. Then he had received the five talents, went and traded with the same and made them other five talents. And likewise, he that had received two, he also gained other two. But he that had received one went and digged in the earth and hid his Lord's money. Uh, can I tell you, the Lord uh, of the vineyard, he took uh, and he placed with those uh, that he knew he could trust. He had confidence uh, in each one of his servants that he called to himself. Uh, and he said, I'm going to give you five. I'm going to give you two. Uh, and I'm going to give you one. Uh, this was not done uh, by favoritism, uh, but it says uh, plainly that he did it according to their ability. Can I tell you, God will not put more on you than what you can handle. But at the same time, He always leaves you room to grow. If He gives you five, He knows you got room for ten. If He gives you two, He knows you got room for four. And if He gives you one, He knows you got room for two. I've come to let somebody know tonight, hey, just say, God, whatever you want to trust me with, I'll take it. I'll turn five into ten, two into four, one into two, two into four, four into eight, God. Just as long as you keep blessing me, God, I'll keep using it for your glory. Can I tell you, God, I feel like saying it again. He's not going to overload you to break you down, but he knows what you can handle. He knows what you can take. And he says, if I give them room to grow, I'm not just going to leave them where, where I find them, but I'm going to leave them room to grow and to expand, to expand their borders. Can I tell you, it's God's will for you to grow in him. It's God's will for you to be multiplied. It's God's will for you to take what he has given you and put it to use. That's the only way it's going to grow. That's the only way you're ever going to grow is if you put what he's given you to use. Hey, you've been entrusted with something greater than just talent. You've been entrusted with something greater than just your ability. You've been entrusted with something greater oh, than anything you could ever imagine. But it's only by the power of God that you're able to be effective. It's only by the power of God that you're able to make a difference in somebody's life. I want to tell you the power that you have, hey, it makes the devil shake in fear. The power that you have, it causes demons to flee when you speak the name of Jesus. I said when you speak the name of Jesus, hey, all hell has to pay attention. The adversary is bound in the name name of Jesus. Matthew 10 and 8, Jesus told his disciples, heal the sick, cleanse the lepers, raise the dead, cast out devils. Freely you have received, freely give. God entrusted them with a power that was greater than anything they could do on their own. And I believe it was Brother Ford that already said it tonight. I can't heal you. I can't deliver you. I can't set you free but Jesus has entrusted me with some true riches that say I can speak to the captive and he can be loosed. Hey, I can speak the name of Jesus over your life and God can move for you. God can call you out of darkness into his... 
I can call you out of a place of bondage and set you free. Can I tell you, we've been given, if you've been filled with the Holy Ghost, you've been entrusted with some true riches. You've been trusted with a power that's not your own. You've been trusted with something with authority. You've been trusted with dominion. You've been entrusted with the, with the ability to put the adversary under your feet. You've been entrusted with the ability oh, to carry the good news to a lost and dying world and let them know, hey, if God did it for me, he can do it for you. If he entrusted me with the Holy Ghost, he can fill you with the Holy Ghost. If he delivered me from addiction, he can deliver you from addiction. If he brought me out of my own opinions and ideas and false doctrine, he can bring you out. It doesn't matter what has you bound. It doesn't matter what... It doesn't matter what you've been going through. God is able. I said God is able to lead you out. In the name of Jesus. Woo. Can I tell you the man that was given five talents, what did he do? He made five other talents. The man that was given two talents, he got two more talents. Why? Because they put it to work. Woo. They made up their mind. Hey, I might not have, the man with two said, I might not have five like he does, but you know what? This is what the master entrusted me with, and I'm going to use it for his glory. Hallelujah. Woo! Can I tell you, don't look at somebody else and say, well, Brother Ford, he's one of those guys, he can sing and preach. And you look at me, I just try to sing every once in a while. Oh, but you know what? It's not God's desire for me to be jealous of Brother Ford. Why? Because maybe I got something that he don't. And maybe amen, it all works out in the end. Why? Because when we come together, we got the same goal in mind. I want to see your family delivered. I want to see your family saved. I want to see chains fall off. Not by my name. Not in the name of Pastor Moore. But in the name of Jesus. That's what brings liberty. Liberty, huh? That's what brings deliverance. Huh? It's all in Jesus. Matthew 25, 21 through 23. Says his Lord said unto him, Well done, thou good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee rule over many things. The master said, All right, I trusted you with five. You turned it into ten. Now I'm going to give you even more than that. Why? Because you've, you've, you've been faithful with what I gave you. You were entrusted and, and you were faithful. I said you were faithful. And he said, you didn't do all this in vain, but there's, there's a blessing at the end of your faithfulness. I said, there's a blessing at the end of your faithfulness. If you'll be faithful to God, God will be faithful to you. He will never let you down. He'll never fail you. You might stumble along the way a little bit now and then, but just keep getting back up, saying, I might have five today, but I'm going for number six. I'm going for number seven. Why? Not so I can be praised, but so God can Get the glory. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He also that had received two talents came and said, Lord, thou deliverest unto me two talents. Behold, I've gained two other talents beside them. His Lord said unto him, Well done, good and faithful servant. Thou hast been faithful over a few things. I will make thee ruler over many things. Enter thou into the joy of the Lord. I want you to notice that the master put them on the same level. It wasn't, he didn't say, well, you were faithful over five talents, and so enter into the joy of the Lord. He didn't say, oh, and you, you were only faithful over two talents, so enter into the joy of the Lord. But Jesus is so rich and so mighty, 
It doesn't matter if you've been faithful over a hundred, over ten, over five. Hey, he says you've been faithful over a few things, and now I'm going to make you ruler over many things. God said you can't even comprehend in your finite mind what I want to do for you and for your family. You can't even comprehend how much I want to use you and how much I want to give to you. Hey, not so you can be rich, but you can be entrusted with something that's out of this world, entrusted with something that when that last trumpet sounds, nothing's going to hold you here, but you're going to be caught up to meet him in the air. Hallelujah. They both received the same reward. You've been faithful. You've been faithful. And when you're faithful, God can expand your borders. When you've been faithful, God says, okay, I gave you a little, but now I can give you more. Because you've been tried and you've been true. And when the going got tough, you just made up your mind, I'm going to keep working for God. I'm going to keep working for Jesus. All the sad news is that servant that took and buried his talent, he went and dug it up and brought it before him, trying to knock the dust and the dirt off of it. And said, I knew, I knew you were just. And I didn't want to waste what you gave me. So I went and buried it. And now here it is, just like you gave it to me. And the Master was wroth with him and said, hey, I'm going to take that that you do have. I want to tell you tonight in the house of the Lord, now's not a time to bury what God has given you. Now's not a time to do away with what God has given you. But if I were you tonight, I'd get out my spiritual shovel and I'll say, God, I'm sorry. God, I'm sorry for not being what I need to be. I'm going to dig it up before it's too late. I'm going to dust it off before it's too late. God renew me the chance. Renew me the opportunity to be used in your kingdom. We have a we have a treasure that the world cannot give us. If you've ever tasted of the divine gift of the Holy Ghost, you know it is unlike anything the world has to offer. You know it's greater than anything this life can offer you. You know it's peace is more satisfying than any so-called peace the world can give you. You can be seated. We have this treasure. The world didn't give it. And I'm so glad to know what the old song says, the world can't take it away. This joy that I have, can I tell you, the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it from me. This peace that I have, the world didn't give it to me. And the world can't take it away from me. The comfort that I have, can I tell you, the enemy didn't give it to me, and the enemy can't take it away from me. All the peace that I had when I walked through the valley of the shadow of death with my mother and with my father, the world didn't give me that comfort. The world didn't give me that peace, but God gave me a peace that said, I'm going to walk with you even through the valley of the shadow of death. Hey, I know it might not look fair. It might not look right with your natural eye. But I know what I'm doing, and I'm going to give you joy that the world can't take from you. Your situation can't take it. Your trial can't take it because God gave it. Would you stretch your hands up toward heaven all across the house of the Lord? Hallelujah. Look at Corinthians 4. 7 through 9 says, but we have this treasure in earthen vessels. But the Lord, I got this treasure in this old rotten flesh. This flesh that don't want to live right. This flesh that don't want to do right. This flesh that don't want to pray. It's flesh that don't want to sacrifice. It's flesh. Uh, it's flesh that says, I, uh, maybe I could have a little more if I didn't give so much. It's flesh that says, why don't you do it your own way? But God said, I'm going to put this treasure 
I'm going to take an old low down, no good for nothing, and I'm going to put them, oh, I'm going to stand them up, and I'm going to put something on the inside of them that's greater than the world, that's greater than their flesh, that's greater than anything sin can offer them, and I'm going to entrust them with something that's true and with something that's real. We have this treasure in earth and vessels. Why? Why, Brother Ferguson? It's so that the excellency of the power may be of God and not of us. Hallelujah. We are troubled on every side. Yet not distressed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Cast down, but not destroyed. Can I tell you, the world will do everything it can to take that treasure from you. He'll attack you on every hand. He'll attack you in your mind. He'll attack you in your marriage. He'll attack you in your finance. He'll attack you any way he can. He'll attack you through the lust of your flesh. He'll attack you through the pride that you have. He'll attack you any way he can. Why? Because he don't want you to have that treasure in that earthen vessel. He wants to take it. He wants to devour it. He wants to destroy it. Hey, but Jesus said, hey, there's something that I want to give to you. I want to entrust you with something true, with something real, with something that the world can't take from you, with something that situations can't take from you and I want when the world looks at you I want them to know Clay Roush didn't do it but it was the power of God that did it he didn't do it on his own but God worked a miracle in his life Hallelujah. you can be seated we're just human beings filled with true riches. Wonder would you slip your hands up toward heaven one more time all across this house? Hallelujah. 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 There's a call in the house of the Lord tonight that goes far. It says, I can make all things new. There's a call in the house of God that goes forth tonight. It says, I know, I know where you've been. But if you'll let me, if you'll let me, I'll put some treasure in that earthen vessel. I'll put some treasure in that vessel that sometimes goes astray that sometimes fights against what I'm trying to do in your life. But if you'll let me, I'll forever change you. If you'll let me, I'll satisfy that longing in your spirit. If you'll let me, I'll entrust you with something that's greater than anything money can buy. It's greater than anything... It's greater than anything you've ever experienced. Oh, it's something true. It's not something that's fake. It's not something that's generic. It's not something that's man-made. But it's something that can only come from heaven. It's something that can only come from above. Oh, God, fill us with that heavenly gift. Fill us with that heavenly treasure. Like it was on the day of Pentecost. Let the Holy Ghost wind blow in this house tonight. Blow out everything that's not like you. Clean this old dirty vessel, God, and put something on the inside of me that's worth something. Put something on the inside of me that's valuable. Take that old lying, rotten spirit out of me. Take that deceit out of my mouth, God, and fill me with something that'll last. Someone would come to the music. There's nothing I can do to deliver you. There's nothing I can do to set you free. 
But all I can do is point you toward Jesus. Oh, in Acts chapter 3, there was a lame man that sat outside the gate. <laughs> and he sat there expecting. When they dropped him off at the gate every day, he was expecting something. He was expecting somebody to reach down in their pocket, reach down in their money purse, their money bag, and pull him out something that was shiny and drop it down in his little collection there. And he knew I'm going to go home today with enough to make it through another day. And they're going to bring me back tomorrow and we'll do the same thing. Oh, but there was something different about this day. God help me, Jesus. His expectation was on what can the preacher do for me today. God There goes Peter and John. Boy, them are the apostles of Jesus Christ. And he was looking on, what can the preacher do for me today? He's going to reach in his billfold. He's going to drop me a 20 in the plate. He's going to tell me to go, go feed myself. Go take care of myself. Oh, but today, there was something stirring on the inside of Peter and John. It said, you might think today is not such a good day because today I don't have any silver and I don't have any gold. I don't have anything earthly to give you today. Woo! But on the day of Pentecost and in the days leading up to the day of Pentecost, I've been laying up something in heaven. When we had ourselves locked up in that room, couldn't nobody get in, Jesus stepped into that room and Jesus breathed on us. And Jesus said, Receive ye the Holy Ghost. Peter said, Today I don't have anything to line your pockets with. But today, I'm going to reach up into that heavenly bank. And I'm going to pull out something. I'm going to pull out some riches. They're not temporary riches. You're not even going to have to pay taxes on these. Because the government can't touch it. The devil can't touch it. Sin can't overcome it. The angels look down into this. Woo! I said the angels look down into this. The angels take notice. Because when Lucifer and, and one third fell, there was no redemption plan for them. Woo, but the angels in heaven, they look down and they say, what is this? That a black heart can be washed white as snow. Oh, you ought to lift your voice right now all across this sanctuary. Oh, I would love to throw you something in the plate. But I want to lift your expectation a little bit higher than, than the evangelist tonight. I can preach, I can sweat, I can get excited. But I would be doing you an injustice if I didn't tell you about Jesus. Woo. We, try to, we try to preach something fancy sometimes. But what we really need is Jesus. We like our catchy catchphrases. But all it really takes is Jesus. I said all it really takes is Jesus. And Peter and John said silver and gold have I none. 
but such as I have. Ooh, I've invested some things in heaven and I'm going to reach out and I'm going to grab a hold of it right now and I'm going to claim it for your life. I'm going to claim it over your home. I'm going to claim it over your sickness. I'm going to claim it over what has you crippled. I've come to preach to the lame. It's time to get up and walk again. You've sat down. You've given up long enough. It's time to rise in the name of Jesus. Sure, sure, I could pat you on the back and say we'll just put it off to another day but I would be doing you a great injustice. But I pray that in your spirit you would be an empty, open receptacle that will say, in the name of Jesus, put it on me. In the name of Jesus, speak life over me. In the name of Jesus, tell me things can be different in my life. In the name of Jesus, tell me that I can overcome. In the name of Jesus, tell me I can get up and be changed. every voice to be lifted right now all across this sanctuary I don't have much physically to offer you but I got a whole lot of Jesus to offer I got a whole lot of deliverance to offer you tonight not by my name you may forget my name one day but you're never going to forget the name of Jesus For it's in the name of Jesus that you can be made whole tonight. It's in the name of Jesus that you can find your purpose again. And you can realize, God, you want to put something on the inside of me. You want to put the Holy Ghost on the inside of me. You want to renew. You want to restore. You want to trust me with some true riches again. Tonight these altars are open. I want to give you an invitation to rise up. An invitation to rise up in the Spirit and walk. An invitation in the Spirit that says God knows how to make a difference in your life. An invitation that says why wait another day? Woo! Why just put another pretty sermon in your bag and go home the same way you came? And say, I'll come again another day. No, 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 no. There ought to be something in you that says today... Today is my day. Today is the day when earthly riches won't do. Earthly things won't satisfy me anymore. It's not enough to get me through another day anymore. It's not enough to satisfy me anymore. Just give me Jesus. Just give me Him. I wonder, would you come tonight? I wonder, would you come tonight? I wonder, would you come tonight? I wonder, would you submit it all to Him? God, here I am. My crippleness, my faults, my failures, my mistakes. Here I am, God. Move in my spirit, move in my life. Come on, if you're in this altar tonight, You ought to search yourself. Am I using what you've given me? Am I using the gifts and the talents that you've placed in my life? God, am I allowing you to transform me? God, am I allowing you to change me? Am I allowing you, oh God, to use me to touch somebody else? wants to use you in ways that you you've only thought about before God wants to do things through you and in you he wants to give you the same power that Peter and John had it said no matter the situation God can turn it around God can change it God wants you to have just that much faith that you can lay your hands on the sick and see them healed in Jesus oh come on Come on, would you be real with God right now? I might not have five like somebody else, 
I might not have two like somebody else, but God, even if it's just one, let me use it till it turns into two. And let me use those two till they turn into four. Oh, God, help me to grow in you. I was worth keeping. You cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free. I could be home. I could tell everyone I know. Changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping. Oh, so you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, oh Lord. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. Come on, would you pour it all out before him? You thought I was worth saving. I'm just an earthen vessel. So you came and changed I want to be filled with your treasure. God, I want to be filled with that treasure. You cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole, so I could tell everyone I know. And I will. 
was worth saving so you came to change my life you thought I was worth keeping oh Lord so you bring me up love the Lord tonight all over the house. Come on. He thought you were worth saving. Come on. He thought you were worth saving. He came and he gave his life. I want everybody to help us sing that verse one more time, that chorus, whatever it may be. And I want you to tell the Lord that you're so glad that he thought you were worth saving. That you were worth his life that he might impart unto you through his death, burial, and resurrection the life that he gave that he might impart it unto you. And then when he left them and they were sad he says is is it is expedient that I go away he said because if I go not away the comforter can't come to you all of this had to happen so that we could have this great joy of eternal life this treasure in earthen vessels
And that he would choose, that he would choose to do that. That he would choose to do that. So everybody help us sing it one more time. Let's sing it. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. You thought I was worth keeping, oh Lord. So you cleaned me up inside. You thought I was to die for. So you sacrificed your life so I could be free, so I could be whole. I could tell everyone I know You thought I was worth saving Help us say it tonight So you came and changed my life You thought I was worth keeping Oh yes you did So you cleaned me up inside You thought I was to die for So you sacrificed your life So I could be free so I could be whole, so I could do it again. You thought I was worth saving. So you came and changed my life. Aren't you so glad that he chose you? Oh, that he picked you out of all of those in the world tonight. Tell everyone I know You thought I was worth saving Let's love him one more time Thank you, Brother Rouse Thank you, Brother Rouse Oh, hallelujah Oh, he that is faithful And little Shall be ruler of much in the kingdom of God. Hallelujah. Great are the riches of God. And he did say to them that believe. How many believers we got here tonight? Brother Stone King, he, also, he used to always do this. How many believers we got in the house tonight? The word of God says to them that believe in my name. If you're a believer, God gave you power tread on scorpions and serpents and over all the power of the enemy to use his name to lay hands on the sick they would recover to speak with new tongues to heal the sick raise the dead cast out spirit take up serpents and if they drink any deadly thing it would not hurt them that's still in your bible that's still the word of god and it's still true and it still works. Well, hallelujah. True riches. True riches. Lord bless you in Jesus' name. I, I guess we need to do birthdays. Hallelujah and all that kind of stuff. Remember, we got church tomorrow evening. 6.30 prayer time. 7 o'clock service time. And we're going to have the magnificent, illustrious Brother Clay Rouse with us tomorrow night again. Hallelujah. And, uh, and maybe, maybe a little surprise. Maybe, maybe not. But we'll see how that goes. Hallelujah. Praise God. And uh, God's been good to us. He's been good to this church to send us good men of God to preach unto us the word of the Lord. And I'm so thankful. And I'm so glad that he's he started, you know, I, I retired and it just seems like that God started just pulling these people out of the woodwork right as and before and as I retired and now I get to come to church all the time. <laughs> Woo! Hallelujah. Y'all don't know how good it feels to be able to come to the house of God every time to have church. Hallelujah. So how many birthdays did we have? Praise God. <laughs> I'm not going to keep y'all. Praise God. How many birthdays did we have? Anybody have a birthday? 
Colby, come on here, Butterbean. That's what I'm talking about. <laughs> Hallelujah. Who else? McCallie, Sister Felicia, Brother Randy Burnham, McCallie. Where's McCallie? There she is. How old is McCallie? 17. I was thinking that, but I wasn't going to say it out loud. Hallelujah. Yeah, brother. We got senior baskets for the seniors to fill up. <laughs> Hallelujah. So, uh, praise God. Anyway, Lord bless you. Uh, so, we got McCallie, we got Brother Randy, we got Sister Felicia, and Colby. So, you know what? If you want to try to say all those good, if you want to say all of you, I love you, and that's what we'll do. Hallelujah. So, let's see. Y'all ready? Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to Happy birthday to you. God's blessings on you. God's blessings on you. God's blessings on all of y'all. All right. Oh, here comes a little one. Praise God. <laughs> All right. Hallelujah. So we got any anti-versaries? Yeah, I like the way I said that. <laughs> we do? We got some? None? Nobody don't want to claim that. I don't blame you. I wouldn't either. Hallelujah. So no anniversaries. Praise God. Let's uh, remember to keep in prayer those that are not here. Amen. Uh, Brother Corey and Sister Tara, hold them up in prayer, their family, and others that have been battling sickness. Let's uh, remember to call out their names. Well, praise God. It says bear one another's burdens even. I think it went so far to say. So it's good to see you tonight. Lord bless you in Jesus' name. Thank you for coming. Remember, tomorrow night, 630, service time is 7. Amen. Praise the Lord. You're dismissed in the fear of God. Anything else I need to mention or say? Anybody? Is there anything? I, I, I'm sorry. I'm just. But go home then. Hallelujah. Thank you for being here. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. You're dismissed.